Welcome to the Ross Chapman Audio Experience. Hey, podcast listeners. It's been a while and I thought I'd make some time to give an update. The last episode was back in April and it's the 2nd of September right now. So, so sorry, haven't been in front of the mic and actually the mic that I am in front of is uh, brand new. Uh, my very good friend uh, Dana Publikova uh, recommended and sent me this and I just wanted to start using it just to kind of uh, reduce any kind of surprise or uh, risk of going into uh, a future Go Get Us podcast, which is our podcast that we semi-regularly uh, record uh, around what we're doing and where we're going. So yeah, this uh, this podcast has uh, really been a little unloved. So I'm going to record this episode and I'm interested in how I could make sure that I'm more accountable uh, to this. Really, this podcast started a very long time ago. Uh, when I was just speaking into Anchor on my phone. And it felt very much like an inside track of what I was doing and what I was thinking. And I, I like the essence of that. I like the audio format. I am interested whether I explore, you know, what Spotify is doing with their green room. I've played around with Clubhouse uh, a few months ago, although that's really gone off the boil, hasn't it? And yeah, I, I like this audio format. It means that I can do it within a very hectic day, which I'll explain a bit more about uh, in a moment. And uh, yeah, I, I just want to be a little more um, accountable to content creation because that has slid. Last few months, I have been running the design department at a product design studio called Abodo. It's a startup. It is incredibly uh, messy, like any startup is, but massive gains every week and a great team of talented individuals putting it all together and helping me uh, in the role that I'm doing. So... That has really taken pretty much every minute of my day. And then I've also been uh, helping Butter with growing their community. I'm running a workshop with Butter actually in a few weeks time with uh, Design Matters. And that is gonna be around uh, imagining a better hybrid collaboration environment. So that is a workshop that I need to design and set up, uh, but also um, representing a Bodo there as well. So that's pretty cool. What else is going on? Yeah, the the day in, day out of being a head of design in a product design studio is, it is so meeting a lot of my needs as someone that really wants to work hard uh, but I have had to create the structures around it, essentially starting nearly from scratch. There, there's There's been a few things in effect, but I've been able to make it my own in a way and uh, iterate some of the existing uh, frameworks. So as some of you 
will probably know I'm a big advocate of design sprints, uh, especially in the remote space. And that's where I've been spending a lot of my time over the last few years. And Bodo's flavor of that is called the Design Diary. It's five or eight weeks long. Um, more eight weeks if you've got a marketplace where you're really pretty much doing a double the work. But the interesting thing and and what I was so intrigued with uh, when joining Abodo was that they also get ready for delivery. They deliver um, developer-ready files, uh, which means that it's not a throwaway prototype and it doesn't have to be anymore. The prevalence of no-code tools, which, again, I've waxed lyrical about over the last few months, means that you can go straight to design after a, um, a kind of design sprint activity. And actually, a, a number of companies now are skipping wireframing altogether. So there's so much in flux about how we design. And a lot of it has been spurred by technology, but also uh, gaining an increasing speed to delivering and I've I've done a lot of that myself. The great thing about being in more of a startup environment is that I'm able to go ahead with whatever I feel the, the direction is. Uh, so for instance, we had a system of booking in uh, freelancers. That's our model. We use freelancers to deliver projects. Essentially, we, um, we manage the success and ensure that everyone is kind of on plan, on track. It doesn't just mean management. It also means uh, adding in some kind of um, advisory, ensuring that we're really uh, meeting the needs of not just the startups and scale-ups, but also the users. And so it's a nice kind of hybrid or collection of roles um, that I'm able to coordinate. And the system that we did, um, did that in was was kind of reaching its limit. And while we're scaling up, we've probably got about 10 design projects on at the same time right now. That's likely to grow to 20. Be interesting to see how I update that over time. Uh, and we, we've, we're founding limitations with that. So we had another system in Airtable and Airtable's a new tool. I've heard it banded about. I think I, I first heard about Airtable in a uh, kind of an episode with, with Gary Vaynerchuk where um, DRock was talking about, hey, I'll just push it to the Airtable. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. So I've been hacking at Airtable for a few hours over the past few weeks and creating not just a design ops um, dashboard, which I'm pretty, pretty excited by. It's, it's nice to have an idea and actually go ahead and make it <laughs> without any blockers, including uh, investment of time and money. And then on the flip side, putting a front end on that um, through Stacker right now and inviting those freelancers to come in and see what projects they have coming up. I think it's it's really interesting and it's just, I'm pleased to myself that I'm able to execute upon some of the ideas, especially in my role at Abodo. So 
that's great uh if if everything fails i could probably um put myself out as a bit of a air table expert i'm not quite there yet it is very spreadsheet heavy but uh it's just been incredible for me to uh execute upon ideas or oh wouldn't it be great if and actually having something that's usable and i'll start sharing it with our freelancer network and uh, seeing how they get on with it. So that's exciting. Uh, on freelancers, I talk to new uh, freelance product designers and user researchers and UI designers every week, trying to trying to really understand whether they'd be suitable to be matched on some of our uh, startup projects and. That is incredibly hard to do. The The reason for that is it's sometimes you just have to take a risk and go with it, but there are ways to mitigate that risk. So you can, um, you know, ask for more upfront in, in kind of application and sign up. Uh, you can uh, kind of share through through you know, videos and learning and that kind of thing. But I think that the thing that I'm just trying to understand right now is uh, what makes a great freelancer to work on one of these projects. And that's not really been a situation I've been in, especially in freelance uh, talent. Usually I've been hiring for someone who would be a full-time employee and we would include training and they could be kind of junior to mid-level um and i hate those terms by the way <laughs> but the where we're at right now with abodo is we we only work with seniors um or those with a number of years experience and that is not our decision really that is the needs of the startups and scale-ups they want to buy into the experience of others especially industry experts so uh, anywho, that is that is a stretch for me right now. Uh, it is. I'd love to hear from other hiring managers. Like how how do you do this so that every interview you have is you, you're not halfway through it and going, why are we here? <laughs> like how how did this this situation come up where the the candidate thinks we're looking for something and it's completely different to um, what we've advertised. I don't think it's all in the role description either. So yeah, love to hear more from anyone about that. Thought I'd just uh, cover in this mega update uh, podcast uh, the community side of what I'm doing. And that again has had very little love over the last few months as I've been knee deep in uh design operations with Abodo. The ambition that I have, and I have conducted uh, a number of uh, research interviews around it, is that we're in a very special moment in design, but I guess wider tech, digital. There is so much attention on this industry right now. There are so many opportunities in this industry right now and at the moment uh, you can do this remotely so all of this comes together in 
this this is the greatest moment <laughs> for this industry right now and and could get better and could get worse i don't know i don't know the future we could just have this massive bubble burst and uh you know we'll have to deal with all of that that's why being multi-skilled and hacking um you know no code software is quite useful isn't it and creating content um and I I want to use the community for for helping. Uh, it will never be a lead uh, generator. It will never be a click funnel. I, I won't show you, you know, a big kind of celebration on LinkedIn as to how many community members I've converted because um, that, that isn't community to me. C- community is all about sharing and learning and um, inspiring. It's not about converting into customers it may be for other people it's not for me so i i want to do something pretty unique with the remote sprinters community and i'll share to this audience because dare i say there's not many people that listen to this what i want to do is share how to run remote design sprints for free and i want a social impact agenda that when people gain a benefit from that training that they are um they can offer to uh put put some funds in a a fundraise to then offer someone to come into this amazing industry and either furnish them with a, a macbook pro or you know, uh, a Figma license or, or whatever. Um, I I want the community to do something that only this community can do rather than just pick any other charity out there. I don't really want to create a charity that would not really be... That would be yet another thing to manage uh, for me, but it'd be great to have some kind of GoFundMe and then some kind of you know, at the end of six months or 12 months, then we bring, we help bring someone who wants to come into this industry and give them the best uh, first step or the best chance to succeed. So that's the idea that I've been validating over the last few months. And uh, I think I'm going to try and go with that. Uh, How I run this training, uh, is it recorded is it live is it a mix i don't know it's something that i've wanted to do i don't want any financial benefit from it if anyone doesn't know my model so far it is very simple um take from the rich and give to the poor that probably needs some wordsmithing but essentially there are enough companies to pay my way for me to enable others to learn and to um, gather the skills and experience the the number one thing that uh, anyone coming into the community is asking for is can I just buddy up with you on an upcoming design sprint Uh, I'll, I'll just be ghosting like can I just be there so I can just say that I've done my first one and I'd love to find opportunities to do that not not particularly again in the charity space, but I don't know. Like maybe, maybe there's a maturity where the community is is actually there's there's a way for 
for some kind of commercial um, uh, play. I don't know what that is, and it would be very clear cut. But um, hey, I've got a couple of years to work on that. <laughs> you know, you got to work fast, but take things slow at the same time. So um, that's that's really the update from the community. Uh, obviously, I'm not doing you know weekly uh, LinkedIn lives. Uh, I'm not really doing any webinars. Um, I feel like they've had their moment and had their time. I feel like I need to move on to something else, something new, uh, and capitalize on these products. And this this is what I'm most excited by with where I am right now, firmly in products. Like, I'm not trying to advise on something that I really don't have a passion about. I'm not in a situation where I am designing or managing or coordinating something that I've never done before, because I, I think I think that's a bit phony. I, I want, <laughs> at least with something with some kind of UX in it, I'm able to be authentic and genuine and actually add value to the conversation. Uh, staying in my lane uh, and sometimes slipping out of it uh, just to grow. So, yeah, I'm really happy with that. Okay, I think that is enough of an update. Again, I want to try out slightly different formats for this. Um, this is just kind of accessible through my own social media. I don't have a huge following right now. Um, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really know what to do with it. Uh, to be honest, I'd like to share more because I do get some feedback when I do share something and I always want to be creating because in actual fact, that is my, uh, it's, it's my feedback loop to, to, to learning and getting better. So please do through whatever medium, um, share what you think would be valuable to you. Um, you know, anything from me that's interesting on the, um, more recent, uh, weekly email newsletters I've been sending out, you would have realized or noticed that they are more about what I'm doing because, I think that's why you've signed up to me <laughs> to give you an email every week. Um, curating the best of the web is is useful, and I think some people get some value from what I've handpicked and sharing. But I think you also want to know what I'm doing because it's it's me that you've signed up to hearing from. So anyway, any feedback on that would be awesome. Cool. I will get back to work now. Uh, and yeah, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And I will speak to you soon.